BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Snatched and friendships destroyed. I'm talking about the first look at the wild four part Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. It is all happening today on Daily Pop. Aaron Lim Rose is here. And so is Lonnie. I can't pass up a check. Love. And my wig. And your wig. Hold on because it's getting real in here. Okay. You, you better tie that wig down. <laughs> so cute, mama. Oh. Isn't she so adorable? <laughs> she is adorable. It's, mm -hmm. There's a basketball in there. It's all oh, fake. It's so suit. cute. <laughs> Can you imagine? You, you faked it just to get the maternity leave? That's kind of the plan. <laughs> I would do some stuff like that. <laughs> Erica Jane's ass is probably still on fire from how hot her seat got at Woo. the reunion. Even Andy threw his wig in the ring. Watch <laughs> this. There's going to be some winners. And there's gonna be some losers. Well, that's life, baby. Where's your anger towards him? Am I angry now enough for you? Get ready. You and your husband, and you and your husband were laughing at my up life. I can't control what comes out of their mouth. And you know what? I can't control what Tom Girardi did. The way that you spoke to me is not okay. You were being a bitchy why didn't you leave Tom sooner? Where was I going? I know what you make on this show. Hold on. Did you feel you were held captive? He's having multiple affairs, yet, as we know, he put $20 million no. and more into your account. <sighs> Who believes Erica did not know anything about what Tom was doing? Can someone please back me up on what I'm saying? You were manipulating the narrative by saying that the cognitive decline started three years ago. That's not true. Again, here you are, <laughs> looking at me, rolling your eyes. Have you asked him if he did it? I asked him, why am I white? Ooh, baby. Now look, I am sure Erica expected to be grilled at the reunion. There is no doubt about that. But do you think Andy was a little too hard on her? Mm-mm. I don't think so. You don't think because so? Because this has been building up throughout the whole season. I mean, it's some seriousness in this. And it's also, he is the face of all of the housewife franchises. He has to hold them responsible, and probably he didn't want the other ladies to have to do it. So he did it. You see, I think what happened was he was too 
easy on her on Watch What Happens Live are when some of the other ladies came on and he actually maybe defended her and then saw the comments and the perception was that he wasn't hard enough and that he was sympathetic towards her. And a lot of times we let public comments sway our decisions, especially yeah. when we're in the public eye. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I mean, honestly, I am shocked he went in that hard. We're talking like actual numbers and finances and how much was going into your bank account and he knows how much she gets paid. I feel like this was an Erica bashing reunion. Ooh! Or it's about to be. It's okay. about to I be. I mean, from these highlights, that was a, there was a three minute trailer. We just got like the That was the seconds. one minute 100%. Yeah. Like. I do, the one thing that I thought was like, cause I do think you are right. He had to go in. Yeah. You know, it's part of his job. And, but the one thing that I felt like was a little bit of a dig and I personally wouldn't have said this, was I know how much money goes into your account. Oh. Because let me just say this, a lot of women feel captive and it's not about the money. Mm -hmm. You know, people's parents will say, hey, let me help you out. I can get you out of this abusive relationship. It's about a mentality. Sure. It's about a mindset. And sometimes when you feel like you don't wanna leave, it's about the embarrassment of your, your life blowing up. So I, I think this stigma of, <clears throat> oh, you have money, you could have left. I know a lot of women who have money that feel like they can't leave. But yeah. I mean, with that said, I mean, come on. You you and I would never, we're never gonna agree on this one because I just think the things that she did and it, the things that her husband did, she probably knew about. And I think this is just her reckoning. I think people know, I think her castmates know, and this is what you're gonna see in this reunion. And her yelling and screaming at everybody is not gonna shut people up. Ooh. You can yell and scream all you want, but if you still wrong, you just wrong. Well, I'm happy you yeah. brought that up because this is a four part reunion and you know things are gonna get nasty from what we saw. Ooh, yes. How do you think these women can be friends <clears throat> after all of this. You can't be friends. Like, these aren't your friends. If they're not gonna protect you in, on a national stage like this, how are they gonna have your back in any other situation? Like, you're going through so much, and I, I somewhat agree where it's like, you can't fully be unaware of all the things that your husband was doing, mm -hmm. but to be put on blast like that, and then to be constantly nagged about it, like, I don't think she's ever- Well, she shouldn't have did the show if she knew this was gonna get hot like this, to me. I don't think you could I don't think you could turn around halfway through. Yeah. I think I don't think you could turn around and say I'm just going to bow out. I think you have to control your narrative. I will say I think these women all know the assignment. Yeah. And they know that this is their job. And a lot of times reunions are like couples therapy. It's a safe space for you to go there. Mm -hmm. And everyone knows that no matter what they have to go there because it's part of what they do. So well, I think they'll be able to recognize. Well, this is what's interesting is that, did you see the finale last night? The finale was not bad. Like, it was like they all ended on a high note. Well, you know why? Why? Because they didn't get to see what they were saying in each other's confessionals. You know what I mean? All of this is coming out yeah. because right. they got to watch the full season and saw, oh, this person was laughing or this person did this. The reunion is always the hottest time. And I bet you Erica's lawyers are like, you can probably say a little bit more now because you're a little bit freer. Yeah. We have these things all under control. Yeah, but if it's my friend, I can still check her and she, I could still be her friend. Yes. You if would you, still be friends if you were Erica and they were all coming. I'm I'd telling you, wrong. But if, 
if somebody is truly my friend, because you know, I'm from the project, so I got a lot of friends that be in legal trouble. <laughs> and I will let them know that they're wrong, but I'm still gonna be their friend. Now, you know, I'm not gonna be accessory to whatever you're doing, but I'm telling you, you're wrong. And that's what friends are supposed to do. Friends are supposed to check friends and tell them that they're wrong so that they can get out of the trouble and we can still be friends. Well, mm, you're wrong for that wig. <laughs> The reunion starts Wednesday on Bravo. Oh, it's gonna be good. Uh-huh. Issa Rae's got some haters, but she don't care. She tells Mike Magazine she posted pics of her secret wedding because she knew they would get leaked anyway. Black Twitter sent love, but also gave her a hard time for using a white photographer. Issa's response was, <laughs> you can't please everybody, and I don't want to please everybody. I actually want to piss people off. That is my motivation. First of all, anytime somebody says, I don't care, they care. Do you think she really cares about this, though? I mean, it's Twitter being so stupid, making the dumbest comments. She would have never brought it up if it didn't get under her skin. Okay? I think sometimes it is fun to acknowledge the trolls and put them in their place, because sometimes when you call out the trolls, they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think she was going to see this or acknowledge me. But I think that she's like, literally, you're so stupid, I have to point you out. Yeah, and but who sometimes knows? when you water them, they come back in, in droves. But the thing is, okay, who knows? She probably tested out some black designers, and she picked the best dress. It's her wedding. I mean, when you got married, you want it to be, it's a its a feeling, it's very emotional, you know, and it's very personal. So I'm pretty sure, knowing Issa, she tried out mm. different designers. The ones that she ended up with just happened to be white. But this Oh, was... here we go. No, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm, I support you on this. I'm with you on this situation. I'm often telling people, sometimes people think that you're the voice of all black people or all gay people, Ooh. and you have to be all careful. All fat people here. They think <laughs> they, you're supposed to represent the big girls. Wait, I not represent the big girls? No. Who said that? <laughs> Who nominated me for that? Yeah, you represent all the women that wear wigs. No, wait, who said that? <laughs> I not represent everybody that wear wigs. Right? You don't want to own that? Yeah. <laughs> But that's the problem. If you speak out once, people expect a certain level of whatever. I will say, if I went to a wedding and I saw a white photographer, I wouldn't, at a black person's wedding, I would never be like, oh my God, why'd you hire a white photographer? Ugh. But if I went to a wedding and someone fired a black photographer because they didn't know he was black, guess what? We gonna fight. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's an injustice. You know what yeah. I mean? We have to be really careful what we are we're putting our expectations on people. And the people that are putting the expectations on you aren't doing a fourth of the things that you're doing, yeah. you know? to help the cause. Exactly. And also, why is this the bone to pick? It's like Issa Rae. Like, it's not like she's not inclusive in every other area of her because life. Because that's what they have to do. They have to find something to Girl. pick on people about. You know, Issa has right. been, really, she's been like, she's been going controversy free. This is like the first thing, like, oh, wow, wait a minute. She's not really black because she didn't pick black designers. Like, come on, y'all, really? You know really? why? It's because she got to the next level in Jumanji. Don't. Once you get to the next level oh, in Hollywood, no. Jumanji, oh. all bets are off. But you can't just... And, and for her, I feel bad for saying this, I know she cares. I don't think she cares. Like, she is someone who kept her relationship so private that a lot of people didn't even know she had a boyfriend or a fiance. And then it's like, okay, cool. Like, I'm giving you guys, like, I'm sharing you into, I'm sharing with this beautiful day with you guys. And now it's like, people have to come and be trolls. She's like, dude, I give up. Aaron, this is so stupid. How many times do people come at you and you say, I don't care, but you really care? Okay, there are times when Twitter really gets to me. <laughs> but 
Beyonce said it perfectly. You know I don't care too much, but I still care. Care. Yeah. Come on. We do. We, we care. And that's why she addressed it. And she addressed it the classic Issa Rae, which is classy. And she'll be fine. She'll be fine. Yeah. You guys, I want to take a moment to um, bring to light a cause that oh, is near and dear really? to myself, other women out there, and their <laughs> gay allies. I just want to bring up that um, it is Gray Sweatpants Awareness Month, girl. <laughs> and I am celebrating here because oh people are out and about. So if you don't know what Gray Sweatpants are, Gray Sweatpants season, you Google it right now. In he just had to stand up. In the privacy of your own like, home. Fred he didn't even know what to up. do with that crotch shot you just gave him oh. all by surprise. No, he can have it. Coming up, <laughs> dating with an age gap. Are you here for oh. it? One celeb says she will no longer date younger dudes. Find Ooh. out who. It ain't next. me. Oh. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Whoopie Goldberg says she's done dating younger men. Uh -oh. She opened up about a past relationship gone wrong while discussing age gaps on The View. Mm. I went out with a younger dude, and he said, Ugh, I can't believe this. I said, what are you talking about? He says, I did not know that Paul McCartney had another band. And you kind of go, <laughs> the Beatles? You never heard the Beatles? <laughs> no. Oh. And so you have to know that when yeah. you're going younger, there's a lot of information that you have to impart. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it's tiring. I mean, how'd you find a 20-year-old alien? Like, you have to be from another planet to not know what the Beatles are. Like, that's not even an age problem. That's like, <laughs> where the hell have you been your entire <laughs> life? Like, your parents didn't even dress you up in a random Beatles shirt? Well, right. But y'all have to realize this. There is now generations of people that don't know, like, Ray J and Brandy were brother and sister. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I think we forget. We know because we're in the entertainment field. That's true. So you have to understand that. But there are a lot of people, especially in their 30s, they don't know about Elvis and the Beatles and Frank Sinatra. Could you I date? I know you know. Well, could you date? You know, I know, you know I know some old stuff. <laughs> could you date somebody with that big of an age gap? I mean, to be yeah, honest, look. for the sex, yeah. For, for the sex. But sometimes, don't that get tiring? No. You're good. No. Justin, we have talked about this, okay? You're not there yet. No. I, I, if I went any younger, that would actually 40s? be and illegal. 40s and 50s for women, that's why she was dating younger. Uh-huh. Oh, you're right. You it's, did you tell me that. You ain't got to have a conversation, but ow. Ow. <laughs> okay, but all that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to the conversation, mm -hmm. like, what about... You don't need to have a conversation, Eric. Exactly. She got money. She got status. All she need was that, you the know boom, what. Boom. Mm, okay. That's all she needed. So, but she tried to have a conversation, and now she's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> That's why you don't do that. And that's why you don't talk. I'm, I'm with Whoopi on this one. The age disparity and your references, like, it's just, it's not 
there. It's not all there. And especially with men, because, you know, women mature even faster. So she's really, it's not just 20 years, it's like 40 years. Like, I think with girls, it's it's reversed because I would always date older because my maturity level was always a little bit higher. Yeah. And then guys my age or younger were like, so. right. I don't know. You know, I like to date older, but that's for a whole nother reason. My therapist says I have some daddy issues. You want to talk about the reasons how, here? How young will you go? I tried to go on a date with a 28-year-old, and this is a true story. He invited me to dinner at 9.30, and I canceled. And I will never date another 28-year-old again. You lost me at a 9.30 dinner. <laughs> yes. What? But we see you at the club. I Just want you to be years old. What is... I feel 60, I wake up at 5.30 every morning. That's we'll not what take your Instagram you a nap, is And then you get, you have to plan. No. Take you a nap, and then go out on that 9.30. Then by 10.30, you ow! He's not how, trying to wait, get what you're way, getting, How big of a thought were you back in the cut? Oh, ooh. 1986. <laughs> <laughs> I bet the CDC knew you by name. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Won an Oscar for playing Ray Charles, and now he's stepping into the ring as Mike Tyson. He talked to Mike oh about God. what makes him happy, and his answer may surprise you. Check out what Jamie told Talk Shop Live's JoJo Corral. Get on out of here. Get this thought. Let's get out. I said, Mike, how you doing? He's I'm doing, doing fine, my good brother. Different points. I said, why, why are you doing fine? Because I don't have any, because I don't have any money anymore. I said, why are you happy about that? Because nobody can take anything from me. I don't have any vultures or anything like that, so I'm happy. Do you agree with this? Is it easier to be happier with nothing since you have nothing to lose? Well, the CDC don't know, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> when you have nothing in the CDC report, then you're good. You going to that free clinic? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Okay, look, oh um, I agree to some point but the thing is, when you get money, you gotta learn how to handle it. And Mike didn't, he had a lot of people around him that took advantage of him. You know, he had wives that took advantage of him. He had managers. So I really feel for him. And so I can understand why he sees it, but I'm sorry, money makes you more comfortable in life. Having money, it's just, you know, it doesn't make you happy, but it makes you very comfortable. I think sure. money could make you uncomfortable as well. I don't think Puffy said more money, more problems because it sounded great. I think he said more money, more problems because that's exactly what it causes. People coming at you this way, people coming at you that way. You can control that. You can't, not when you've never had it before and people are drawn to you in that sense. You have a hard time saying no. Yo, yeah, no. Aaron, go on top. You don't think it's hard to say no when you have money and people that you love are coming for you and they need help and you they need a little... You set up a system. See, like, Ray Ray, my cousin, right? Mm -hmm. He wanted to set up a tire exchange and uh, chicken and tire exchange where you get a tire exchange and then you can eat some chicken while you're waiting on your tire to exchange, which is a great plan. Yeah. But That's I said, but see what you do is you say, give me a business plan. He, only, he ain't give me no business plan, so I can't give you no money. See, it's all in the way you handle stuff. And then I have a rotating set of funds for my family. So this is gonna go here. You gotta pay it back. So this next person, see, cause I ain't gonna run out of money. Cause you know what I'm saying? I have, mm. to, I have to take care of myself and my golden years cause I ain't had no kids, okay? <laughs> so it's all about planning and being, save up for that baby, okay? Ooh, and I be nice cause that baby gonna be taking care of you when you like that. Are you teaching a financial peace class? Exactly. Right, now? right now? Yes, I am. So you ain't gonna be like Mike Tyson talking about I don't want no money. Okay, look, uh, this has been a minute with Lonnie Orman. <laughs> don't you?
out here just teaching finance and shit. At the CDC. Right? I mean, she's teaching sexual health, financial health. Master What's next? Class. When we come back from commercial, Lonnie Zoe will show you how to wear a gold-pleated dress the right way because she's a stylist now. This is all crazy, you guys. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to How Many Jobs Can Lonnie Do Pop? <laughs> Eight years after the Blurred Lines music video was released, Emily Ratajkowski claims Robin Thicke fondled her during filming. Mm. In her upcoming memoir, My Body, Emily writes, suddenly out of nowhere, I felt the coolness and foreignness of a stranger's hand cupping my bare breast from behind. Now, the music video's director backs up Emily's claim in the Sunday Times. Emily tells people she didn't speak up at the time because, quote, I was an unknown model, and if I had spoken out or complained, I would not be where I am today. I would not be famous. Now, we reached out to Robin Thicke for comment. So do you guys think Emily is right? If she had spoken out, would it have ruined her career? I don't think that it would have ruined her career. I think she was already on her way and doing what she is supposed to do. But I feel like I'm just sad and I'm surprised that even the people who knew that this happened didn't say anything. No one had her back. No one wanted to address this until eight years later. You know what? I disagree with you in the sense that it would have derailed her career, but also nobody would have listened to her. You had women talking about Harvey Weinstein for years and the Me Too movement for years, but nobody actually listened until somebody famous said it. Emily Ratajkowski wasn't famous. And I think a lot of people, not just famous people and not just in Hollywood, a lot of people go through things and they stay quiet because they know that there are consequences sometimes for standing up. You know, in my own life, I have, and you know, no pun intended, I've eaten and, and not said anything because I was scared of retribution. Sure, yeah. I totally understand why people don't say anything out of that fear, but I just feel like she would have still been the Emily Ratajkowski that we know today, despite saying something. I don't know. I don't think... Pe I, I think if she wouldn't have owned her sexuality in that video, people wouldn't have paid attention to her the way they did. Because remember, this video was her popping off point and people thought she was brave, this was awesome. It was something so unseen. If you had heard that someone got their breast cupped on this music video, this video would have never come out. That label would have shut it down. That's true. And Emily Ratajkowski would have never been who she was. But it also shows the reason this was what? When did that come out? That was like eight years ago. Eight years ago. This shows you why the Me Too movement had to be born mm -hmm. because of things like this. Because, you know, a, a person that is a provocative video, but no matter how provocative it is, she deserves to have her body respected. And that's her body and not to be, you know. So you you've got the director, you got the cameraman, you got all kind of people that probably saw it and witnessed it and said nothing. But now we live in an age where we're like, no, speak up and say something and let's correct it so that things like this doesn't have to happen. But I will say, I will say this, and I'm not taking up for anybody. 
I will say in my own experience, when you want to speak up about something, but the victim doesn't want it, you can't speak up for somebody at times that doesn't want to be. No, but at yes. time, I'm saying while it's happening on set, it can stop. If Tom see me come and grab you, he'd be like, hey, Lonnie, you stop it now. Yeah. That's would what I'm be saying. Correct. Look, I'm single. Let's. I mean, I'm. I'm, you know I'm Gucci what? with you, like. No, no, because you might have to go to CDC. <laughs> I ain't letting go. I ain't letting go. Okay. Let me ask you this question. You two are women. Yes. She said Sometimes. in this. I just read in this that she said that she wouldn't be famous if she would have spoken up. Do you think it was worth her staying quiet? Would you have stayed quiet because you knew the goal? Man, that is a really tough question because she clearly is so famous now. I, I feel like, I don't, I don't know if I would say anything out of that fear. Well, I think she did the smart thing. I think she stayed quiet for a while. Then she made it. Now she's talking about it. So in the end, you can, you can be quiet and then make it and now she can say, this is what happened to me. And she's actually saying it. Firstly, first of all, it got leaked. So she wanted to say it in her own way. That's why she put it in the book. She may not have ever said anything if it hadn't gotten leaked out. So that's the first thing. But now that she has made it and people know of her, now she's able to actually talk about it. And maybe this will help another young girl that's going maybe in that position. Absolutely. You know, in the future. So it's good to speak out, whether it's then or later. Yeah. We just got word that Katie Couric went ahead and wrote about this in her book and said it didn't happen. You know what? No, he's lying. Harry and Meghan just scored an invite to Snoop Dogg's crib for Thanksgiving. Snoop tells the mirror he respects the royals for living their way. So if they want to come over, they're in for something special. I hope Harry and Meghan do not have piss tests the day after because it's God knows be they will fail. It's going to be a high holiday. Oh. There are no piss tests here in Los Angeles. Okay? The contact high you will get for going to Calvin's home Ooh. on Thanksgiving. <sighs> By the way, I think that these people should go because they can let their hair down. Snoop is going to be chill. It's going to be a welcoming environment. And you know what? I think maybe it's time for Megan to show Harry the black side of her. Well, no, they can't go because they have kids. And Mom and Dad Snoop can still have kids. fun. You can't bring the kids to... to Get the nanny. They'll be fine. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> Harry, you about to be a mama. <laughs> if Snoop calls me for Thanksgiving, goodbye, everyone. You know, I'm on my way. I, I, and I am bringing <laughs> treats for Snoop. Right? I'll be outside. At his house. Don't <laughs> let it air out. You know, Megan is gluten free and this and that. And Snoop Swipe would be like, who? Wait, what? I know. Who, like, what? If you don't eat this macaroni and cheese, yeah, shut your ass up. You know what? This. Snoop, I, I just did a, um, a show with Snoop and it was his, it was, I know. But anyway, so I'm like, I'm sitting here and Snoop's here. I'm, I'm Snoop, right? Snoop was so high, and he's supposed to be hosting the show that he starts doing this, <laughs> taking a nap, <laughs> and they just they just shoot him. They just shoot because he's high as hell. He's, yeah. he's and 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 he's hosting the show. So when it comes out, I'll let y'all know because Wait. it's hilarious. So can you imagine at Thanksgiving with Snoop? You know what? We're oh. going. Sign me up. I want to come. No, you're pregnant. Coming oh. up, Britney's <laughs> boys are all growing up. Plus, Beyonce's big night out. Ow. That is next. 
Welcome back to Daily Pop. It's time for today's Hollywood Minute. Britney's boys aren't babies anymore. We got a chance to see how much Sean and Jaden have grown in these new photos posted to Instagram. Britney's sons stay out of the public eye, but their mom likes to brag about them on IG. Two weeks ago, she wrote she couldn't believe how tall and independent they are. And mom and dad went out last night. Beyonce posted these pictures from her and Jay-Z's evening at the London premiere for the Netflix film The Harder They Fall. Jay is one of the producers. And B went old school Hollywood in a black velvet dress. And it looked like they had fun. And like the parents they are, they fell asleep on the way home. <laughs> and JoJo Siwa is taking her reality dance career up another level. She just announced her new show, Siwa's Dance Pop Revolution. It's like making the band meets Dance Moms. And it follows JoJo and her mom as they search for and mentor young performers for a new band. It debuts on Peacock Thursday, November 4th. And that's your Hollywood Minute. Guys, how does Elizabeth Hurley stay looking so gorge? She just shared her secrets with us and explained how we can help with a passion project close to her heart. I am really hopeful that we will one day live in a world where women do not die from breast cancer. I'm 26 years into being the global ambassador of the breast cancer campaign for the Estee Lauder companies. And I just feel in some ways, it's one of the most meaningful things that I really do in my whole life. At the Estee Lauder Companies, we've raised more than $99 million for breast cancer. This year, we've got an amazing call to action. So if anybody wants to help us raise more funds for breast cancer research, all you have to do is take a pink lipstick, draw a pink ribbon on your hand, post it to either Facebook or Instagram using the hashtags time to end breast cancer and ELC donates. Elizabeth's also passionate about her son Damien, who's her fashion consultant. Believe you me, he does not take fashion advice from me ever. I do from him sometimes. You know what, he's, he's got a good eye. And I think sometimes if I'm deciding between things, I'll say which one, he has a strong opinion, always. His job seems pretty easy since she looks good in everything. So what's her secret? To be honest, I don't really work out per se, but I am extremely active. So I've always preferred to get my exercise and fitness through doing something practical than actually going to a gym. By preference, I would get my exercise by walking the dogs, mowing the lawn, cutting a hedge, weeding with the Estee Lauder companies since I was in my late 20s. So I've had good product at my fingertips and I feel that helps. But what I've noticed more and more, I think to age well, you have to stay positive and be happy. It's very rare that I meet a miserable, sort of furious, angry person who looks great. They just don't. Lonnie yes. looks great. Lonnie looks great for being angry. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, Elizabeth. <laughs> Don't look old like Justin. Oh! You, uh, you know what? You know what? You know what? I'm going to catch you at the commercial break. I'm going to catch your ass at the commercial break. Stick around because up next, I cannot control myself any longer. Come the on. Estefans are joining us live. My yes. girl, Gloria. Here we go. Yes. Yeah. I'm living the life that I want, not anybody else. Exactly. Okay. What I'm looking at right now is strong, badass women. Yeah. La familia is back. Esta familia está quemada. I don't know, totally. <laughs> That's true.
Here with us now, the stars of Red Table Talk, the Estefans. Please welcome Gloria, Lily, and Emily. Look, we got to talk you about this series. Up. I don't know what yeah. you did on that break, but she's offered. It was lit. I was dancing during commercial with the camera guy. Yeah. I was you got when the when the queen of Miami comes to your home, when the queen of Latin America comes into your home, you got to represent. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. And I'm very impressed with cameraman's moves, by the way. He got that. Oh, he just got a new hit, so he's ready. Oh, he's got a new. Well, it's working great. <laughs> you guys, I gotta ask you, what made you do this series? I mean, it is a roller coaster of emotions on that table. It really is. Well, Jada invited us and Westbrook, who produces it, and I called them immediately because they invited the three of us. I thought it was a great idea because at this point in my life, I really do, I'm a communicator and I've done it through music, but it's important for me to share after a lifetime of, you know, being around and doing some, being, having You've the opportunity. AKA, You've done it all. Just things. say it. No, I haven't done it all, but. Just I've say it, enough. you're old. No, sorry. <laughs> but I told them, you know, this is a great opportunity to really do something that, you know, connects with people and issues that we all have as humans and go beyond what people know about us. And uh, she said yes without having really seen what went on at the uh, red table. Ooh. Then she freaked out a little bit <laughs> yes, when she well, watched. I got into the show. I, I heard so much red table talk, and then I see the show, and I call her back. Are you sure we're doing this? <laughs> My mom threatened to disown You've me. You've been so private all your life. And look, it's been incredible. Yeah, it's sweet. I think in media, too, you know, for me, you know, it's easier because a lot of us younger people were used to kind yes. of like this world of, less privacy and I think that it's a balance. I think that it's also part of our responsibility to toe that line. Like we don't share everything. You have to use the internet and social media like a tool responsibly and choose what can help or what can, you know, what is useful or what can, what spark can a harm. conversation, what can be. Right, so it's a responsibility. You can't just be throwing your things out there. But um, okay. okay, that's well, why. Did you throw your things out there? Were there things that you guys learned about each other that you didn't know before? Yes. That we didn't know before. Well, I we did. Didn't know <laughs> we did. I I didn't know my my cousin that I adore was going through so much. Uh, in me. her Emmy nominated no, and Glad nominated exactly. episode Thank coming you out. So much. You know, I mean, this one grew up. She was a work perfect. I would call her. She is the. Perfect. She's still perfect. No, oh, she's still perfect. Who would me. want to be perfect? So I had no, and, and that's what happened. I, I think you know, uh, I, I never thought she was going through so much, and and I learned that sitting at the table, and yeah. and, and I didn't know. And I said, Mama, why didn't you call me? And then we all realized that you know, 2017 was a very tough year, not only for Emily, was also for me for and for Gloria. Yeah. We were all going through. I didn't know that La Fleca was so sex obsessed that every other question out of her mouth <laughs> has to do with something about sex. I'm going and like, I didn't know. What is your problem? How okay. traumatized the person could be from learning about their parents' sex life. You that did not learn about our sex life. Okay. She asked about it. I had to ask. So people want to know. You've been married 40 something years. Because I didn't want to know. I did not want to know. We have an episode about <laughs> long lasting love. And of course, my hubby was at the table. We've been together 40 years, 47. It, it's because of the sex, probably. The connection. That, oh, that really was a big factor in the success of the marriage. Go watch Get the episode. Go watch the episode and see.
Stop traumatizing me, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get to the fun stuff right, right now. <laughs> I had to ask you guys because, you know, normally in celebrity life, and especially in black culture and also in Latin culture, you never bring your problems outside the house. Yeah. How hard was it to start talking about, like, oh, my God, we're really going to go there with each other? Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I was the first episode. Yeah, okay? okay. And I called and I said, why am oh, I the, the first season? The, yeah. Right. In the, the first, first season, season, right? So I, I guess I sat at the table and I don't know. I was the. How, you were the, the you baptism of fire. She was the sacrificial lamb <laughs> yes. because I told her, okay, people are going to know we're going to be honest. Let's got to lay it out on the table. And she, her episode helped a lot of women that were going through it and men too, by the way. Exactly. Oh my God. And also, Sorry, this season, for example, we go places as well. Like, we have an episode. As you know, like, in the Latino community, in the Black community as well, there are a lot of things that aren't brought to the forefront yes. because mm -hmm. people are afraid to have the conversation. Something that we constantly hear the call to action to that we feel, pa feel passionate about is colorism within the Latino community. Mm -hmm. So, for example, a family with five children, two of them are a lot uh, darker skin than the other ones. And as a result, they have a different life. They're treated differently, even sometimes by their parents, you know, as or they three different. Right. And, they don't and we are Latinas who also experience white privilege and having that experience and, and building that bridge with our Afro-Latino brothers and sisters. So conversations that to some people might seem intimidating, but are important for us yeah. to have. We're hoping that people, you know, watch the show, you know, the episodes and they start the conversations at Yes. Well, you guys, I can tell you this is going to be amazing. And that table has magic powers. Check out Red Table Talk, the Estefans on Facebook Watch. There are new episodes every Thursday. You guys, thank you so much for being here. It was we such a love, love you. guys. And this thank season, you. the table's on fire. Oh, I can hey. tell you. I'm going to come to your table. And then we can go to the club after. Up <laughs> next. <laughs> Need a new job? We've got you covered with career tips that are gonna help you nail your next interview. In these crazy times, we know a lot of you are looking for a new job, but you might need to brush up on your interviewing skills. In partnership with Indeed, Morgan and I spoke to, spoke to a career strategist and she put us in the hot seat. Watch. Welcome, Linda. You're a career strategist and a paid spokesperson for Indeed, and we need your help. Mm, desperately. Okay, so say you're interviewing me and Justin for a job as an entertainment show host, okay? We should nail this, right? Yeah. No problem. All right, let's start with Justin. Mm -hmm. Tell me about yourself. My name is Justin. I am <laughs> single. I have about six plants. I'm from South Louisiana, and I like to needlepoint and stuff, so that's me. That's not the right answer. And this is a mistake that a lot of job candidates make. They'll give a lot of personal information. Unfortunately, that's not what an employer is looking for. What they're looking for is to understand your professional history, your experiences, your skill sets, the qualifications that you have. Oh, I thought it was like more like getting to know you. No, no. Ask her a question because I want to see if you could do it oh, better. Oh, wa watch. So Morgan, what are your weaknesses? Well, Get the I, lab track ready. For me, I'm just a perfectionist. I work so hard. I'm just all the time just constantly focused on how much work I can get done in the office. 
This is a super common mistake that a lot of people make. It's very cringeworthy when you're giving those types of answers because it doesn't sound honest, it doesn't sound genuine. So the right answer is really to think about a specific instance where you made a mistake, you learned from it, and now you've moved forward. So let's move on to Justin. If I was the hiring manager, I would ask you, do you have any questions for me about this role? What would you say? I would probably say no, but I feel like that's the wrong answer because when you ask questions that really lets the interviewer know that you're not only invested, but you're actually interested in what the company you know, is doing. Am I right? You hit the nail on the head. You really want to perhaps ask the interviewer about themselves. Now it's your chance to maybe ask them about mm -hmm. what has their experience been at this organization. But you keep it professional. You don't go into personal questions. Am I correct? There's a time and place for that. And getting and having a job interview is not one of those. I've learned a lot, Linda, since having to hire nannies. <laughs> okay, Linda, I'm ready for my question. Why should we hire you? Because honestly, I am a team player. Ooh. I have a great attitude all the time. I'm really involved. Who said that? <laughs> that would be my answer. Those are all wonderful, but they're very fluffy. They want to hear what are the specific skills, what are the specific experiences that you bring that are specifically relevant to this particular job. I want to go on job interviews now, Linda. I would nail them. Do you really want to work no. with all that money? No, no, no. Thank you. This interview was presented by Indeed. We help people get jobs. We'll be... Job will have a job. What's that? <laughs> by the way, you should come give this seminar. You got 27,000 jobs. Hey. Go get that paycheck. Hey. You guys, hey. we'll be right back with more Daily Pop. <laughs> Time for a little Would You Do It? Let's be real. If you find a stack of bills worth over $3,000, are you turning it in or are you keeping it? CNBC's Marcus Limonis is asking for honesty on IG. Marcus, just shut your ass up. Ain't nobody gonna turn that in. No, ain't nobody. Not with those rubber bands like that. That's drug money. I'll keep that. You're right. gonna keep that? I'm not trying to get tracked down and freaking caught by the feds. That ain't no track down on that. Look at that. That ain't even Mark Bills. You Marcus. just gonna have a good time. You Marcus, know what I mean? come on, Marcus. You know better than that. And how he know it's 3,040? Oh, he because he knew. Because he, he counted. He counted. <laughs> so quick you would turn any and i know okay you. maybe i'd give like 10 percent away to charity or like i don't know really someone, yeah someone charity being nike she would give it to <laughs> just, just do it uh you know what i i look i already have a plan if i win the lottery mm -hmm. i'm gonna buy a trap house where people think i live and then have my real house but go back to my trap house and take photos in like my one bedroom wow. apartment <laughs> just you to throw people off so that. i've really thought about that <laughs> I just don't think anybody really turns in money that they find. Nah, they don't. No. They, you know. This one is all kinds of freaky and not in a good way. You can stay in the original house from Scream if you are brave enough. The house will be available on Airbnb at the end of October, just in time for Halloween. I want a two-night stay in this house. You would stay there? I would stay there in 0.5 seconds. Why? Oh, no. And reenact every scene. Okay, but did you see uh, yourself walk through that haunted house the other day? No. Oh, you gonna bring oh. that up? <laughs> yeah, I saw you oh, screaming like you a bitch. Oh, y'all yeah. gonna bring that up? Y'all bringing up like the past? Screaming like a bitch. Yeah. Oh, you was like, ah! I was like, what is happening? Right? Is that my Justin? You weren't Just even here. That was sound effects, Lonnie. I just <laughs>
I'm gonna get your ass back. You waiting for the end of the show, you sneaky ass. You, not, you try to act all hard. Right? Why are you acting so hard today right now? It's the great sweatpants. Really? Tomorrow Best we're sweater. talking to James Bond and the Avengers better watch their backs because Daniel Craig is coming for them. Ow. We're also getting Vanderpump Rules secrets from the set. Lonnie will be back, so set your DVRs now. Check out Nightly Pop tonight at 11.30 and join us every week at 11. Breakfast time. We'll see you later. Yes, what's for breakfast? Bow, bow, bow.